0: previously on the pod called quest
1: the dirge has been found dealing with humans as of late they seem to be working with a man who recently escaped from prison he's known as the bishop he calls himself kilgerin aigo
0: something is coming for you
2: someone what are you talking about
0: there is an evil on the horizon this evil allies
1: itself with the stygian dirge You finally glance up towards this individual and it dawns on you. This elf is Kilgaren Igo. With the extract he drank last turn, he lifts up off the ground and flies out the front door. He has this crazy idea that we can wish it all back. It is a drawing of what looks to be like a vase. This is the solution to our family's problems. What is it? Well, some might call it a lamp.
3: You can wish with it?
1: You wish with what is inside of it. What's inside of it? A djinn. I happen to have some information on some
2: Olivani Elves, fire worshippers. It's off to the east, a few hundred miles from here, and I plan to investigate. Do you have anything on the Olivani Elves?
1: I might have something on that, yes? Pulls another book down. I will permit you to look at this, but it cannot leave the room. So you kick the door open very swiftly. You can see over by this table facing away from you is a cloaked figure. They have the book in hand, and as they sit, they kick their feet up onto the desk, and the cloak falls back. And sitting in the room is Kilgar and Igo. Welcome to episode 17 of the Pod Called Quest. As always, I'm your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh.
3: And I'm Stephanie.
1: I'm Shane. Uh, I'm Foz. I'm Laura. And I'm David. So guys, I realized, I think we had a little bit of a discussion about this off the air, but I realized there was a thing that happened probably I mean, by the time this episode comes out like almost 10 sessions ago. I think next session it would be 10 sessions. What? So you guys, like, before all this crazy stuff happened with, like, the planar travel and the weird visions and the fighting scary things and the coming home and the people wanting to leave. And then, am I do you guys get it? You guys mm-hmm. understand now? Mm-hmm. Did I list enough things? Yes. Oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. I'm caught up. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> cool. You guys were, like, in the sewers and you met a dragon?
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's Shit. right.
1: <laughs> and, like, he gave you a list of things he needs? He did. Yeah. For, like... To get him to not be a dragon anymore because he's really a dude. We are assholes. Um, Whoops. I don't think listeners know this, but I I just hadn't thought to actually write down the list of things because I thought they're not going to have time to do this because like stuff's going to happen because you all know what happened at the end of that episode. Mm -hmm. You were
3: captured. Yep.
1: And so I was like, I don't need to do that. And I I actually want to say, I think in the episode, it's something that got cut out because I didn't have it. Stephanie literally asked me, what's on the list? And I was like, don't do that right now. I don't have that right now. (laughs) A reasonable question to ask. A reasonable question, but not something that, like, I needed to spend the few hours a week I get to write the story. Mm -hmm.
3: I'm not mad about it. It's It's fine.
1: But, yeah, I, like, totally forgot to, like write that for weeks and i had other stuff to write and y'all had other stuff to do so i was like they don't need to it's not like in the middle of this crazy planar adventure you know Orin's gonna go Hol- hold on one sec i don't want to fight this gug right now what's on the uh what's on that list of stuff in case it's here um so <laughs> oh, i shit. was there a gug on the list no we
2: whole,
1: <laughs> no we I, I because that happened because there was a time in the campaign where you guys didn't know it. nothing in that is stuff that like is hard to get that you could have gotten by fighting some certain creatures Cool. There almost you. was. And I was like, ah, do I just kind of stick it to him here? Because, like, it makes sense this would be one of the <laughs> ingredients. But I was like, no. And I changed it. But here it is. All right. It looks really long.
3: It is really long. Oh, boy.
1: So the reagents for the synthesis of polyfilter are as follows. There is celandine. This is a a flower commonly known as the swallow's herb. It is yellow and four-petaled, favored by the elves of Olvanisto as it grows commonly across the four main islands. That's what Shane calls ah. me. What all of that? That's not true. The swallow of the what?
4: <laughs> That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> the swallow's
1: herb, as in the bird. You fucking pervert. Um, the next two things <laughs> themselves have individual ingredients that need to be made into a oh. another ingredient for this. So the second one is worm's decoction, worm with a Y. Ew. So it's an alchemical filter distilled from the below oil of mandrake root. The scale and spinal fluid from that of any known true dragon. an alchemical solvent. It has a note here from the dragon, Kataro Scalea. Any apothecary worthy of the title should offer this as trade goods, the alchemical solvent. The next one is vermilion resin. This is an alchemical reagent rectified from the below. Phosphorus, mercury sulfide, commonly called cinnabar. It says, has a warning, take heed, toxic. And red tallow, which is the rendered fat and blood of giant kin. Oh next ingredient is a lock of hair from a human male, no older than 30 years.
4: All right, Percy, it's all you. <laughs> Give me your hair. Give me a lock of your hair. Yikes.
1: There are two more. The marrow of any known shape changer. Any of the below will suffice. And they're listed. A doppelganger, a lycanthrope, a leshy, a mimic, a bar guest, or a rakshasa. Wow. And the final one is a verdigris of brass, and it has to be caused by the weathering of the sea. It sounds really hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll just say if it's if it's super hard, then maybe the reward's good.
3: Ooh. Uh, okay, here's the thing. The reward like, is
1: a hundred gold. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we already have one of the ingredients, right? True. We are,
1: well, you can receive it. Percy could cut a bit of his hair off. Yeah. Yeah. Cause okay. How old is Percy? Thirty. <laughs> I mean, you gotta do it before his birthday. When's your birthday? Wait, does um, it age with him? March sixth.
3: Oh, we got time. We got time. If
1: we cut got it a few months. months. Yeah, I mean, fine. technically, he is older than 30 years um, because he's almost 31.
0: We'll just say he doesn't cut his hair until then, and then the
1: hair has been there but from before, he was, <laughs>
3: there from before he was 30. That's a beautiful loophole. Thank you. Oh, that's God, not how it. the
1: magic works, but okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe you'll have to convince somebody else that's younger to cut their hair off. Or
5: just have Skelly like, steal someone's hair for us. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, Snip oh, a little hair off.
3: Yeah, Skelly could easily do that. Oh, yeah. Um, And then the, the marrow from any known shape changer. We're literally chasing down shape changers, aren't we? We mm, are.
2: The list, though. Easy. What? Oh, so is that
3: all the same? Well, there well, is we a don't list know of, he
1: gave you the recommended ones, but I will also say, I think based off of Percy's role when he identified the faceless stalkers, they don't have bones. Yeah, they just fall apart, right? Oh, when I you kill them. They're just flesh. Yeah.
3: Bummer. And then some flowers and then some, you know, just spinal fluid. Like, oh, it's
0: fine.
5: It's dragon.
4: nothing. Easy shit.
5: Gotta kill a dragon.
3: It's like a seventh grade science experiment. Easy.
4: It'll
1: be great. All right, we'll
5: keep that in the in the back pocket.
4: Yeah. Yeah, 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 we'll take care of that later.
1: So yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you guys had that because I know that somebody out there is thinking about it and they're like, "What was that? How are they going to get the things that they don't know what it is?" And why don't we know? Don't know what it is if, if uh, they don't have it. You know what I mean? So yeah. So I mean, last session was fun. It Was interesting,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but once again, guys, you get one answer, uncover fifteen more questions. No, it's like my mo.
3: Seriously, this
4: really would be a really
1: bad TV show. <laughs> it's be, fine you'll
2: be okay
3: you'll wrap all these questions up at some point right, right? maybe
4: we've not gotten any closer to figuring out what's happening mm-hmm. i feel more confused I mean,
3: and less close to figuring out what's yeah, happening right?
5: i mean our characters don't know this yet but at least we we're right about where to go and find kill and i go mm-hmm. yep Just at least we-
4: that's good it kind
5: of feels like he kind of found you guys though. That's true. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Because he left before <laughs> us and oh presumably left before us. I thought we he would already be there. He probably mm. was already there. Mm. Mm.
0: Jerk.
4: Yeah, I'm just glad we found him slash he found us.
0: I'm going to call it. I think this is going to be the third time we let him get away. God, oh. I hope. That probably not the last.
4: I might kill myself if that happens. I just
0: want to make, I want, I'm putting it on the record. I think he's going to get away
1: again. I don't know.
0: I agree with you. Yeah. He sounds yeah. like
1: he wants to resolve some shit. Yeah. I'm well, close. there's only one way to find out. Why don't we go ahead and just like jump right back in. Oh no. Ailey, you're currently standing in the library at the top of this tower at the Al-Muhalim's palace. You heard a noise in the middle of the night you went up to this tower, opened the door and saw a cloaked figure holding a tiny little bead of light in their hands, reading through a book. And as you leapt into the room, you drew your rapier and stood there ready to fight somebody. And casually, this person, still hooded, turned around and took a seat at the desk you'd watched Abel Al-Muhalim do all his research and everything at the day before. And they casually sat down, put their feet up and threw their hood back with the clamp of a book. And revealed to you was the bald head of Kilgaren Igo. Mm. And he says something along the lines of, we should talk. So what do you do?
4: Uh, I think is a little freaked out, but she collects herself and tries not to show that she's freaked out.
1: Roll a bluff check. Great. I'm just kidding. You don't have to roll a <laughs> bluff check. It's like, fine. No.
4: Okay. My bluff is okay, but still. Um, so I think she kind of just collects herself and just like looks at him. Uh, and she kind of just has a little smirk on her face. And she says, I'm surprised you haven't fled yet. She's still holding a rapier out pointed toward him.
1: He just gives you kind of a wry smile. And he's kind of looking down at the book he has in his hand and flips through a couple of the pages with his fingers and then closes it again. So what's all of your stake in all this? You and your friends. My stake? You're hot on the trail. What were you doing at the meeting? I'd love to know.
4: I'm sure you would. Doesn't mean I'm going to tell you. How about you tell me something? What the hell are you doing here?
1: Oh, I I came to steal this. And he holds the book up. And you can see it is the book of the Olivani history that A and Abel were going to go through together. Motherfuck. I was looking for this.
4: She looks down at the book.
1: There's a few other things that I want, but those might be harder to get.
4: I'm afraid I can't let you do that.
1: Oh, I'm sure you're here to stop me, but... um. You're not going to and you just see him like he puts the book into his cloak and it just disappears you're going to have to pry it off of my coated body
4: if that's what it takes
1: go ahead make the first move
4: so you're just here to steal things that's all
1: i'm here to gather information for myself
4: for what purpose where are you headed after this
1: oh i'm not one of those villains because i am a villain i'm not here to tell you my grand plan while you figure out how you're going to get your friends up here
4: Well, at least you're self-aware. Fine, you want to fight? Too bad you don't have your fancy rapier anymore.
1: Yes, too bad. I like that one. But I'll always just get another.
4: I'm sure you will.
1: It's expendable, just like the likes of all of you.
4: Are you going to fight me or not?
1: Why would I do that? I have nothing to prove to you all. All
4: Alright, well, you can either fight me or you can try to leave and I can stop you. Those are your choices. Or you could come quietly, that's also an option, but I doubt that's the one you're gonna take.
1: He kind of looks at you squinty-eyed for a long time just with your rapier out. How do you really think that this ends?
4: You tell me, you're the one making all the decisions here.
1: No, 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 I asked you the question. You're all alone, dear, there's no one here to save you.
4: Contrary to popular belief, I'm not a damsel in distress. I'm perfectly capable of taking care of myself, thank you. But I appreciate the concern.
1: Hmm, a different time in my life, I may have taken you up on that duel, but I don't think so tonight. I think I have places to be, more information to find out, and wishes to fulfill.
4: And how are you planning to
1: do that? I think you already know. In fact, I know that you already know. It's too bad the old man is senile, the information's right in front of him.
4: Basically, I want to put my rapier to his throat, but I feel like he's going to have quick reflexes. So I just I'm trying you're to to trick him.
1: You're also multiple feet from the table where he's sitting. You're not standing at the table with the rapier at his throat.
4: I know. I want to get to that point. I'm trying to figure out the best way to do it.
1: Well, you tell me what you want to do at this point. Oren, roll a perception check. 17. 17 um, is not going to be enough to, to hear it.
4: OK, Um. this is totally going to be up to you, Josh.
1: You know what? Why don't you roll for initiative, oh, Isla? Okay, nice. I will. do it.
3: Uh-oh.
4: Uh-oh. This is
1: great. All right. Initiative?
4: 25.
1: 25. All right. You will be going first.
4: Yay. I am going to make a move action to go right up to him, put my rapier to his throat to threaten him, but not actually attack, and hold my standard to attack him. If he attacks me, I will attack him. I'm readying a standard.
1: Okay. So this is how it goes. You go to move around the table. He has been readying an action the entire time that you yep, sitting here. I figured it. You watch him as you make your first step. You watch him pop the cork off of something and throw it right into his mouth. And you watch as he just <gasps> and turns into mist. And so you move up and there is mist in his space still.
4: I want to stab at the mist.
1: All right. Roll for attack.
4: Um, probably not. Well, maybe 27. Dead.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say it for the thousandth time on this podcast. If y'all keep rolling in the 20s and saying, it was bad, I'm, I'm going to quit.
4: <laughs> okay. here <laughs> It is crazy. Let me defend myself. I forgot what my bonus was and I rolled a seven. So I was like, that's not very good. And then I looked at my bonus and was like, yeah, that's it's pretty
1: good still. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Because everyone's overpowered.
4: Great. So that hits. Awesome.
1: Cool. Roll for damage.
0: Yay.
1: Wait, did you say a hit? Josh didn't say a hit. I said roll for damage. Oh, so right. that means a hit. So
4: um... 21 points of damage.
1: Okay. You watch the rapier go into the mist. You don't feel any contact with anything. You don't see any change in the mist, but you definitely stab your rapier into it. So you don't know?
4: Um, can I have a free attempt to demoralize Do you have that? Play? Menacing sword play. While she has one, at least one panache point, when a swashbuckler hits an opponent with a light or one-handed piercing melee weapon, she can choose to intimidate to demoralize an opponent as a swift action instead of a standard.
1: Sure, go for it.
4: Yay. I rolled an 18. <laughs> And I say, um, oh, so this is just like normal. You're just going to run away again like a scared little mouse.
1: You get no vocal confirmation. There's no body language because his body is made of mist right now. So you don't know. Maybe. Maybe not.
4: Can I yell something?
1: Sure. It's your turn.
4: I just yell, Oren! Really loud.
1: All right. That's the end of your turn. That's, uh, it. that's So it. you watch as this mist... Begins to slowly move to one side, and it moves around the chair, and is moving at a very slow speed towards the open window. You can make an attack of opportunity if you would like. Can you just close the window?
4: Can I close the window? It's not your turn. Is that? Can I take a window of opportunity? <laughs> <laughs> Closing the window of opportunity. <laughs> That's very funny.
1: <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing, right?
1: No, it's not. <laughs> the window is the window is fifteen feet from you.
4: Okay, I guess I could try to... Can I try to grab him? No, he missed. Okay, I'll try to attack him, I guess. It's not gonna work. It's a critical threat.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I will just say for brevity, he is immune to critical hits in this form. So
4: Great. So I'm assuming
1: nice. it's a it's a hit. So go ahead and roll for damage.
4: It's a 21 again.
1: Okay, once again, you uh, feel the rapier go into nothing. It may have done something. It may have not. You don't know.
4: I'm just gonna say fucking coward fight me like a man
1: okay at this point um oren go ahead and roll some initiative for me all right buddy here we go 18 okay so at this point it would be top of the second round it would be isla's turn
4: i want to try to close the window
1: okay you're gonna move over to the window and close it
4: i close the window
1: (laughs) okay you move over standard action and you shut the window um you can see the mist, I think I said it was about 15 feet. It's actually about it's about 20 feet away. The mist was like right at the cusp of the window. So you get over there. You actually like move through it, which is really weird. Yuck. You've oh, been inside of him.
4: Oh, please. No. And then
1: you go and you go over and you slam the window shut. It's this window that kind of swings open. You slam it shut. Um, You watch the mist kind of stop there. Um, And that's the end of your turn. So, hey. Orin, you'd be up
0: now. Alright. um, Oren hearing Isla Runs down the hallway towards where the staircase is from uh, Abel's door. How far can you move in around? <sighs> one movement for me is fifty
1: feet, right? Because your boots and stand you're a Goliath. Yeah. So yeah, it's probably about fifty feet from you to the staircase, and then you could get up fifty feet on the staircase. It's about four levels up. So with the way the staircase spirals, like a move action gets you a little further than one floor. So I would say you'd be able to get up there in like three move actions.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll run up with my hand on my sword. Uh, I'll draw it. Fuck it alright as part of the move you could also yell I I feel like she already yelled so if I heard that you guys should be not too far from me you guys probably would have heard that too
1: they are also all asleep and it's also so so. she
0: when she heard him get in wasn't she
1: sure you got I mean if everybody else wants to roll perception go for it I was I was, I was awake
0: and I didn't even hear him up there
5: I was gonna say it's also projected at different levels you are closer to us if
1: you were to project at this point I'm just trying to think of what I would say
3: and it's a minus 10 if we're asleep
1: yeah it is a minus 10 if you're asleep yes
3: Steph's like, no.
1: A? 15. 15. Percy? With a minus 10, 27. It's really dumb. Salai?
3: I got a, a real uh, impressive seven.
1: Okay. <laughs> Percy wakes up.
3: Yay.
4: Yay, Percy. <gasps>
3: My
5: gold. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, Orin. you have, Um. you could get up to the door if you double move next turn. Okay. All right. That's the end of Oren's turn. It is now Kilgaren's turn. You see this mist begin to move upward. It is a large vaulted ceiling in here. So it begins to move up and it floats up 20 feet.
4: Is there something in the ceiling that he could get out of? Like, do I see like a skylight or something?
1: Roll a perception check. Oh my God. Uh,
4: 25.
1: 25. You do see there is a skylight in here. It is closed, but you don't know. You just don't know how the spell works. So he could slip out through cracks in the ceiling. You don't know. He might not be able to. He might be trapped. You don't know. But that is his turn. He moves up 20 feet. Top around three. Isla's turn
4: the hell do I do? Check
1: your inventory, see if you got anything good.
4: What you got? Oh, I have a potion oh. to fly. Oh, my what?
3: God. <laughs>
1: Isla.
4: Oh, my God. How far away is he from the, the top?
1: Um, You can see the the mist form is about 10 feet from the ceiling.
4: Oh, my God. He's so close.
1: Yeah, but you, if, you
0: fl- if you were flying, you'd be faster than him. Yeah. yeah,
4: but if I take the potion now, I don't start flying immediately. It would take me a whole nother round.
0: You can fly immediately. I can? No, move action to draw it, standard action to take it. And I
3: c- it doesn't matter.
4: Well,
0: yeah, but he only moves like 15 feet around. You also don't know. You can move 60 feet.
3: Yeah. You can block his pathway. You can do a lot of things. Here I go.
4: I remove the potion from my belt. I pop the cork with my teeth and I down it.
1: You down it and you feel... A, l- a little lighter. Like a yeah. weight's been lifted
3: as, off my
4: shoulder. Yeah,
1: as if you could just spring off of the ground at a will. Like a red bull.
3: Black
4: exactly. I love
1: pan. It's exactly what it is. It's, it is a potion of red bull and pixie dust. Yes. That's all it is.
4: Think of a wonderful thought.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So that concludes Isla's turn. Oren, you're up. So you can get to the door if you move twice. Yeah, that's what he's going to do. He's going to double move up to the door. You get to the door. The door is open because Isla threw it open. Yep. So you can see Isla currently just standing in the middle of this room. Um, Roll a perception check. 22... Twenty-two, you also notice, like, a weird cloud of mist hanging 20 feet in the air in the middle of this room. I mean, my
0: sword's in my hand. I'll just get up to the door and I say, Captain, what is it?
4: He's up there. She points, like, she nods up to the ceiling.
1: Who Who is up there?
0: Kilgaren.
4: Sorry, Kilgaren. He turned into mist. I gotta get up there.
1: Uh, at this point, Percy would have woken up for sure. Percy, you heard this shout. Like, what do you do when you wake up?
5: Uh, can I roll a perception check? Sure. That's a Twenty-six.
1: Yeah, you can hear some commotion. I think as you wake up, you hear a set of footsteps, like, bounding down the way.
5: If I look around, is everyone accounted for?
1: Uh, you look around, and you see Skelly, Salai, and A asleep.
5: I don't see Isla. You
1: don't see Isla. Or Oren. Okay. I jump out of bed, grab
5: my gun and holster. You just, weren't, were you belt. sleeping in your armor? No. Okay. Yeah, I just grab my belt, which has my gun in, like, All right. rounds and stuff. And I scream,
1: Guys! Something's wrong. I heard something upstairs. <laughs> I think everybody I, will wake up from that for sure. And then I I bolt. I also will say, if it does come up, Isla, I don't think you're in your armor. I'm not. Definitely. You got up and would have went upstairs nope. just without your armor. I All know right. my jammy. I'm going to imagine everybody wakes up. I'm going to say Percy can roll for initiative. I'm in my long johns. The butt flap comes down. Of course. <laughs> you already know. 23. 23. Okay. You'll be going after Isla before okay. Oren. So it is now Kilgaren's turn. You guys can watch as this cloud of mist, both Orin and Isla, just begins to float upwards. And you watch it begin to move through the cracks around the skylight. And you watch as the cloud dissipates through these cracks. And is no longer in your sight. <laughs> Top of the next round. Isla, it's your turn.
4: I plant my feet on the ground and I leap <laughs> into the air. You leap into the air and like fly. Superman.
1: Oh. <laughs> And you fly upwards and you're able to get to, it's only 30 feet to the ceiling. Great. You do get to the skylight and you do see there is a mechanism to open it. You can't just burst out of it. I open it. Okay. That's a move and a standard. You can see as you open it up with a little bit of light that's leaking out of the skylight from inside here. Well, there's just a small amount of candlelight. You can see just barely that the cloud is sitting just like five or 10 feet outside of the building currently. Good. But that is your turn. Percy, you're up. Uh, Percy
5: is going to run out the door and, um, I don't think he, like, would I know where the footsteps were coming from? Like you would, okay. with your
1: perception, you would know the direction, but you can't four times run cause you have to go out the door and turn. Right. So you could double move. You could go 60 feet. Okay. So you're probably only like 15 feet from the door. So you can get about 45 feet down the hall, which your room is probably only 50 feet from where the staircase is. So you're almost at the staircase.
5: Oh, huh, Okay.
1: That's but it. if I base it off of how long it took Orin to be able to get up, it's 150 feet of running to get up the tower. Right. So. Which I would allow. I'll allow you to run up that if you want next turn. Take a run. I'll allow that. Pretty it's fine. Pretty dexterous. It's fine. Cool. All right. That's the end of Percy's turn. Orin, you're up. You just watched this mist just move through the cracks around the skylight. And then Isla just took off from the ground and flew through. And you watched her unlatch the thing and throw it open. How far is Isla from the ground? She's like 30 feet? She's currently th- about 30 feet off the ground, yeah.
0: Okay. Orin will move up to be directly below Isla. Okay. And he'll say, Captain, get him. And he casts Haste. <gasps> All right, you can get Haste on her? Yep. Both All right. It'll improve it by 30 feet. That's his turn. Moving to standard. Uh, he'll cast he'll Swift Action Shield. All right, cool.
4: Isla looks back at Orin and nods.
1: All right. It is now Kilgaren's turn. Oh, no. He is once again going to move his maximum amount of movement in this form, <laughs> which is twenty feet.
4: Yeah, good luck, buddy.
1: And that's the end of his turn. Great. It is now Isla's turn.
4: He's real dumb. Okay. I'm going to move to get up right to get right up to him. Please. Okay. And I can get right up to him, obviously, right?
1: You that's can, yes. Even
4: math. Okay. Um, I'm going to attack him again. Go for it. Here I go. Wow, attacking while flying. How badass is this? Thirty-eight to hit.
1: 38. That's going to hit. Yeah.
4: That is a 24 damage. (laughs) I (laughs) I have to say it now. It's It's a meme now. It's a meme.
1: Okay. 24 points of damage. Yes. You stab into this cloud. It's just floating in midair. You don't know if it did anything.
4: I am going to try to demoralize again, because why not? Might as well. Alright. That was better. Much better. Uh, 31.
5: Nice. Okay.
4: 31 to intimidate. I'm going to say... Kilgaren, I'm not letting you get away this time. So give it up.
5: There, you guys are probably like hundreds of feet off the ground yeah, at this really point. Scary. You're at like the top of the tower.
1: Yeah, you're on top of the tower. You're like just above the surface of where the tower would be, oh, but it's okay. sloped. Like the skylight lets light in like at a certain angle.
4: Yeah, how long does Fly last?
1: <laughs>
5: uh, a minute per level, so three minutes. Three okay. minutes.
4: Hopefully I don't plummet to my death.
1: Alright, so you moved up to him, made an attack. It's the end of your turn. Mm-hmm. Percy, you're up.
5: Percy's going to spend his entire turn running full speed.
1: Right. So you get 120 feet up, right? Yes. Yeah. So you're still 30 feet from the door. Okay. All right. So you know, Percy's turn. It's Orin.
0: Orin cast haste on himself and the captain. He does not have the ability to fly. Uh, So he is going to open up the windows and see if he could see this thing going on outside because he can't see through the
1: skylight okay move action to get to the window standard to open it yeah the one on the opposite side of the room from the door sure all right that's the end of your turn it is now Kilgaren's turn
0: oh can i roll a perception just to see if i see them or the mist outside
1: uh sure
0: uh 26 you do not it's nighttime, time obviously
1: is it windy with the twenty-six, um, it's a pretty still night. There may be a a rare gentle breeze that comes through, just because you're up on the cliffs by the ocean. And you're by the ocean. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like there's any particular large amount of wind. Okay. All right, that's my turn. All right. It is now Kilgaren's turn. An interesting situation he's found himself in.
4: <laughs> yeah, he has.
1: So currently you're right up on him.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: You watch as the mist moves downwards. Through the cracks and whatever material this dilapidated palace is made of.
4: For fuck's sake. Wait, so he went back into the same room?
1: Yes, he went downward back into the tower through whatever small cracks and bits you can see in this I'm tower. I'm going
4: to have an aneurysm. <laughs> oh my god!
1: You're taking it to him. Um, Oren. you can see from where you're standing at the window, you you glance upwards and can see the mist has now moved back into the room. <laughs> oh. This is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's really creepy too. I can yeah, see I like in the dark. Yeah. Holy just shit. Just this very vague bit of light kind of grasping at the bottom of this mist. Because there's only like probably like two candles burning in here. Yeah. Like on the desk in the middle of the room. So it's very dark. But Orrin can just make out in his dark vision this like very faint gray kind of amorphous shape kind of pull back through the ceiling. How far away from me is it? So he moved like five feet down through the cracks in the ceiling here. And has now moved another fifteen down towards the floor. So he's fifteen feet from the ground, but he is moving down towards the floor. It seems like do with, do with that what you will. At the top of the next round is Isla, but for that I need A and Salai to please roll for initiative. And Skelly, yes, sure. Skelly as well. Hell yeah.
3: Heck yes.
1: All right, initiatives. A A got fourteen. Salai
3: twenty three. Ooh, nice.
1: And Skelly eleven. Uh, I'm going to put Percy first because he also rolled a 23 and he definitely has a better dex bonus than does. Yeah. All right. With that, like I said, top of the round is Isla.
4: Okay. I would like to maneuver myself over to getting back through the skylight and then over back to Kilgaren. So whatever I need to roll to do that.
1: Okay. So you're going to move 20 feet towards the skylight mm-hmm. and then you're going to have to move like five or 10 feet down through mm-hmm. the skylight and then back towards where you think Kilgaren would have gone. Yes four let's check the fly skill we're here guys this is the thing i don't use very much you get a bonus to half the caster level so so with the fly skill to turn greater than a 45 degree angle by spending 550 movement it is a dc 15 fly check so why don't you roll me a uh fly check you do get a plus four for good maneuverability and a plus two from the basic caster level of the potion
4: so i get an extra plus six
1: on top of whatever your fly skill is yes Great. Nice. i'm assuming it's probably just your dex You'll probably make this that's fine but
4: yeah so it's 21
1: so with that you're able to move 20 feet towards the skylight spend five feet of the movement to turn five feet to get back into the room so you've used 30 feet of movement mm-hmm. technically to make this it would be like a dc 20 to do 180 degree turn because you're kind of doing that but i'm just gonna have you do two 90 degree turns because you're moving through something so go ahead and roll another fly check for me okay same bonus
4: I got a natural 10 and my natural bonus is seven, so.
1: Okay, cool. So you curve around again that 90 degree angle and you have 30 feet to move towards where Kilgaren is, which would take you your whole, yeah, the whole rest of the movement to get to him.
4: Do I reach him with that? You do. Great. So I am I get right up to him.
1: Okay, that was a move thing. action.
4: And can I attack again? You may. Okay. Um, that is a 36. It okay. would, would be a critical threat, but doesn't matter. I assume that hits. And that is 22 damage.
1: All right. That's the end of Isla's turn. It is now Percy's turn. You're 30 feet from the door, my dude. Cool. I'll use my move action to move up into the doorway. Yay. All right. You see a cloud of mist about 15 feet off the ground, Isla floating next to it, and Oren standing over by the window.
5: Everything is dark shapes to me because it's dark, like darkish in this room. Um, it would be
1: low light kind of around where they're standing. Right.
5: What the fuck is going on in here? And um, inspired by Laura finding her potion of fly, I also
1: found something in my inventory. <gasps> I pull something out of my bag. That's wow. it. All right. And of Percy's turn. It is Salai's turn. It is 50 feet to the staircase and 150 feet up the staircase.
3: Cool. Okay. So Salai jumps up. Okay. And runs over to A and Skelly.
1: I will say they are in two different beds, so you can run up to one of them. You can't get to both of them.
3: Sorry, Skelly. I'm going to run up to A. Okay. I just think she'll be more valuable in this fight.
1: <laughs> For Skelly. Fair. Yeah, it's fair.
3: Yeah. Yep. So I run up to A and I yell, Skelly, we'll see you up there. And then Dimension Door.
1: Dimension Door. Okay. Nice. All right. So you can go 400 feet plus 40 feet per caster level. That's an additional 360 feet. Mm -hmm. So you can make it there. No problem. And because dimension door is what it is, as stupid as I think that is, (laughs) you can make a pinpoint decision where you want it to be. Um, I need you to tell me exactly where you're choosing to reappear inside the room, outside the room, where in the room?
3: I would say inside the room, maybe 10 feet in front of the door as though I just walked in.
1: Okay. So just a little bit in front of like the desk. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Silai, you run up to A, move action, you cast the spell, put your hand on her shoulder as she's just barely sitting up in bed, and you guys just appear in, in the room in front of Percy. Percy, you see as you get as you run up and you get to the door, you watch just as like. Out of this rift in spatial reality. This door you've seen Salai open multiple times. A door that you can open with your cloak. You oh, watch yeah. as both of them just appear in the middle of this room. And I'm like panting. Yeah, what full sprint. <laughs> um, that is the end of Salai's turn. It is now Oren's turn.
0: Okay, so if this mist were on the ground, it would be like 10 feet in front of me?
1: It is currently 15 feet in the air.
0: Okay, but if it were on
1: the ground, how far in front of me would it be? If it were on the ground, it would be essentially right on top of you.
0: Okay, so Orin's going to swift action, enhance his armor. He is going to take a five-foot step and then ready a standard. If this thing gets within five feet of him, he's going to attack. Okay. That's his turn. All right. Oh, Oh, you know, as a free action, I'll say... Everyone, they missed. It is Kilgaren.
1: He's here. And that's the end of his turn. It is now Kilgaren's turn. The cloud of mist is going to move downward towards the floor. Ornn, you'll be able to use your standard action. So go ahead and roll for an attack. 27. I'm not going to say hit or not. Just not gonna. You guys wouldn't know because it's a cloud of mist. Roll for damage. 16. Okay. You take your standard. It continues to move downwards and it moves through the cracks in the wood planked floor and moves downwards into the floor below you guys and you can no longer see it.
2: A, you're up. Well, that shakes things up. So it's through the floor beneath us, correct? As far as you can tell, yes. A breathes really deeply, gives herself a mage armor and then exits the door well as far as she can. Okay, so you get 10
1: feet to the door and I would say you get to like where the stairs start. Okay. All right that's the end of a's turn it is skelly's turn he's still in the room oh shit that's right he's um, still in, he's still in the bedroom
0: all right yeah it's, i forgot about that for some reason i was picturing him in this room um, he can
1: double move out of the room he can go 80 feet he'll do that he'll get to the as far down the stairwell he can up the stairwell he he'd be able to get to the stairwell uh with 80 feet probably like a little he'd be, be, probably get a little bit up the stairwell okay yeah. yeah and he'll see if he sees anything okay have him roll a perception check 24? Um, he does notice some commotion, but because of the way the stairs are positioned, he wouldn't be able to see all the way up, yeah. like the three three or four stories. So he doesn't see the cloud of mist, but he definitely hears a commotion. He'll, he'll have his daggers out and he'll keep running up. For sure. He can take him out as he moves. Cool. So, and he would. So All right. That's the end of Skelly's turn. It's the top of the round. It is Isla's turn.
4: Okay. I would like to move as close to Kilgaren as I can, so I want to, I guess, get my feet back on the ground, move out of the room, and move down to the stairwell.
1: Okay, so move action with your fly speed to move down to the ground from where you're at straight down. Uh, you're right near Oren. And then you have, with haste, you have a 60-foot movement speed. Make sure, Shane, you're keeping track of your rounds for haste. And, uh, sweet. And you can then move, we'll say it's like 25 feet to the door. So you move 25 feet to the door, Mm-hmm. You move past Percy, who's standing in the door jam currently. Then what do you want to
4: do? I want to get as close to Kilgaren as I possibly can.
1: Okay, you can assume he is below you. Mm-hmm. So you would go back down the stairs. Yes. Are you going to try to fly again or run? Because flying to now jump into flight, I would think would be a different move
4: actually. No, I would to run.
1: Okay, so 25 feet to the door. You currently have 60 foot movement speed, so you can move 35 feet down. the. So you're 15 feet down the stairs currently. Do I see him? Um, fifty feet down the stairs. I don't think you're low enough to be at the next level yet. That makes sense. Okay, because the stairs descend slowly. Okay. All right. This is complicated combat. Dang.
4: This is complicated.
1: That's the end of Isla's turn. Percy, you are up. Uh, uh,
5: Percy's got the object in his hand that he removed from his pocket last time. Yep. And he activates it and throws it in the air. And it's an Ion torch. And that's. (laughs) All right. You have a torch around you. Sweet. Yeah. Should have used that many times in the past. Regular light for 20 feet and low light for
1: another 20 feet. Cool.
5: Uh, Seeing everybody run back down the stairs, um, I think Percy's going to wait. He's going to spend a full round action to. Load a vial into his middle chamber. What kind of action is oh, it to take out the iron torch? I think it would be yeah, a standard. Right.
1: To I think it's a command yeah, word. it is the so command it's a command word. Standard to activate it. So you so have a move action.
5: Percy will then run down the stairs. Full complement of
1: movement. All right, so you can go thirty feet. So you get your five feet behind Isla. Sweet, awesome. End of Percy's turn. It is now Solai's turn.
3: Okay, so Solai, seeing everyone run back down the stairs, is going to use dimensional hop to take herself down to about the second floor.
1: Okay, let's say for Dimensional Hop that uses like 60 feet of your movement, give or take. Maybe not enough. I don't know. I don't know how tall towers are. I've never been in one. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Who knows?
1: It's a four floor, so I think going down three... Yeah, I give 6 well, We're gonna say 60 feet. Okay, so you standard action, you poof, and you go down to the Oof. second floor. Uh, do you want to do anything for your move action?
3: So I will go up... 10 feet, and
1: that's it. Okay. That's the end of Celia's turn. It is Orin's turn. Okay.
0: Orin is going to... Hmm. He's going to move past his allies down the stairs as far as he can.
1: So currently he has haste. He can double move. So he can move 160 feet, 50 feet normally, 30 feet from haste. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you go 30 feet to the door, 20 feet to the landing got 110 feet left yeah where do you want to meet your allies i want because they're right in front of you i want to get to where i could see the mist okay you curve around the stairs and you're able to see the mist is just below this the ceiling where you're at if i below get the, there in one movement which would be 80 feet i will attack he's too high up for you to attack high there's, to there's no angle for you to get at with the stairs from where he is underneath okay think about how the stairs would spiral around then he would be just underneath the room he's probably 30 feet above you? Okay, here's what I'll do then. I will move past him if he were to drop
0: to the stairs. So, like, if he were to land on the stairs, me and my allies would be flanking him. He'd have to go past one of us. You know what I mean? You have to go past our friends above or me below. Okay. That, that's what I'll do. I'll move cool. as far as I can.
1: Alright, you move underneath, so you're guarding in case he tries to move down. Yep. It is now Kilgaren's turn. Alright. So you guys watch as the Cloud of Mist moves 10 feet along the wall, away from where Orin is. And is going to begin to seep through the cracks of the walls here.
4: <laughs> We're all like, no. Nah.
1: As part of the spell, it can move through extremely tiny spaces because it is a gaseous form. The spell is gaseous form, guys. Just going to say it. I knew the spell. Spell is gaseous form. Do I want to go into detail of exactly which portions of every bit of the tower are perfect? No, but it is dilapidated as I drove home for an episode and a half. So okay. it moves through the wall. So then moves 10 feet back out of the tower. On this
2: particular floor. That will be the end of its turn. It is now A's turn. A will uh, move down the stairwell. My 30 uh, movement speed. Okay. Um, do I see anyone? You can see Orin down the stairs a bit. As a free action, I'll go, where is he? He went through the wall. Again. A will nod and shield dimension door outside the fucking tat, like outside the house down where they initially were when they entered. Okay, so you're able yeah. to
1: dimension door, and you appear outside the closed mm-hmm. front doors of the house. And she'll
2: just kind of look up.
1: Yeah, towards... I will say the tower is on the opposite side of the house. It's, That's fine. It's on the back side. Yeah. But yeah, she appears over there. So moving standard. It is now Skelly's turn. What's Skelly going to do? Skelly. Assuming he hears A and Oren's interaction, he's going to
0: move towards the... You know what? He'll just move towards the lie. He knows better. He's going to move towards the lie and get right next to her.
1: Okay, he's able to move up. Uh, I said you guys can run up here, so he gets right up next to Yeah, He's done for movement to get up there for sure. They're on the second floor for our listeners there. That is the end of Skelly's turn. Top of whatever fucking round it is, because I've lost track. Isla.
4: Isla's going to run back into the room she was in originally and go out that window. And fly, I'm sorry, fly out that window.
1: Okay, so your current movement speed is 60 feet. So you're going to run your full complement and then fly. Yes. Okay, so you run 15 feet back up the stairs, 20 feet across the landing. (laughs) That's 35 feet. Mm -hmm. And 25 feet remaining on your land speed gets you almost to the window. And your second move action, you can fly out the window, make a 90 degree turn. So roll me a fly check. Oh, dear God. Remember, you get a plus six from the caster level and the good maneuverability. Phew,
4: that's a natural 19. Yeah, you automatically pass. So you
1: immediately take off and fly and turn a 90 degree angle down the wall. And you're able to get within 10 feet of this mist you can see out do you have dark vision
4: i have low
1: wait i would say you're actually it's dark out here
4: um yeah low light vision
1: yeah it's dark out here so you can't quite make out exactly where this mist is because it's also just mist it's not a person so you're able to go up to 90 feet down the wall if you would like to it's your choice
4: I think I would know he he is moving slowly, so he wouldn't be that far yet. So I'm just going to move like a few feet down.
1: Okay, so like 10 feet from the window? Like 10 feet from the window, yeah. Okay, so you're 10 feet below the window. Awesome. That's the end of Isla's turn. Percy, you're up. Oh,
5: I'm not ready. Pass. Um, <laughs> Percy's going to use a full round action to
1: load his middle chamber of his pepper box. Okay, full round action. End of Percy's turn. Salah you're up.
3: Um, okay. Would 30 feet be enough to get me outside and to the ground?
1: Not outside and to the ground.
3: Okay. So the then is going to run down the stairs, let's say 15 feet, Mm -hmm. and then use my remaining dimensional hop to teleport outside and on the ground.
1: Okay. Yeah. You would be able to dimensional hop over there. Um, you wouldn't be able to be directly under where this is happening. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's fine. I can live with that.
1: Because the, the stair spiral, so move action to move down so that you don't like hurt yourself, mm-hmm. and then thirty feet of dimensional hop, and mm-hmm. you land on the cliffs outside of the tower.
3: Can I see what's going on at all? I have dark perception
1: vision. check.
3: Okay, nice twenty-five.
1: Um, from where you are, you cannot make out Isla or a cloud of mist. Okay, from where you're at currently. Okay, so they might just be just around the tower or something. All right, and it's the last turn. Orin, you're up everybody's outside of the tower now. Except for me. Yeah, except for Percy. Alright, um, do I see A and Skelly? No, A is at the front entrance of the entire palace. Skelly would be on the second floor, so no, you wouldn't see Skelly. Did you teleport or something? Yeah, I did. Yeah, Dimension Doored.
2: Stupidly.
0: Fuck. Um, Orr gonna try and run out, uh, out of the tower,
1: down the stairs and shit. That's all he can do. Uh, is he trying to get around somewhere to find an exit? Yeah. To the outside of the tower? I don't know if Orr would know where any of the exits are. I don't wanna be that GM, but I mm-hmm. think like he wouldn't know like if there's any exits to that outside cliff area. You know? Yeah. Go ahead and when you get to the bottom of the stairs, go ahead and roll a perception check. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, he doesn't make out any entrances or exits that immediately lead to the outside of that tower. But you're at the bottom of the stairs. He's just gonna pick a random direction and go in it. Okay. We'll say so you move down the hall past Abel's room. Okay. Which would be to the east. All right. That's your whole turn. It is now Kilgaren's turn. Can I have Isla roll a perception check, please? Mm-hmm. 17. 17. With your 17, you can just make out for a moment. You watch as the mist very suddenly coalesces into Kilgaren's form, and you watch him as he goes to fall. He just tips a finger to you, and he just falls downwards, and you watch him slam into the ground.
2: What the fuck? What?
1: And he is now out of your sight, because you do not have dark vision. It (gasps) is dark out here. (laughs) It is the end of his turn. It is now A's turn. You're at the front of the palace. Fuck.
2: Fuck. Okay. Uh, with this, um, A in her desperation, um, she will teleport... Dimension Door. Or, yes, Dimension Door, I forget. To the furthest end of the garden's... There right. Until I walked in.
1: You're able to get around to part of the backside of the palace. Mm-hmm. You're actually right in front of what looks to be like a gate that leads out to the cliffs behind the palace. Mm-hmm. You're not sure how far. You're not sure which one of these towers is exactly the one that is the library. Mm-hmm. But there is a gate you can get out onto the cliffs.
2: Okay, and it's open?
1: Um, I mean, it's closed, but you don't know if it's like locked or anything. Okay, that's fine. But after Dimension Door, I think that, yeah. that ends your turn, turn right? Yeah, yeah, so. All right, that's the end of A's turn. All it right. is now Skelly's turn. Skelly attempts to find any of his friends. Okay. Is he going to run <laughs> up the stairs to Percy or down the stairs?
0: The fact that Orin just ran past him. He's been wasting so much time. He ran to Salai to try to get teleported. So I forgot <laughs> Skelly was there. Skelly is stranded.
3: I would not have been able to do it anyways.
0: I don't know. I don't know what you could do. Uh, so he's just going to try to get outside. So he's going to go downstairs and follow Orin. That's his best His best like point of egress, I think
1: cool. Okay, he can move like 160 feet because he can run. So oh. Yeah, I'm counting the stairs as a straight line so we'll just give or take. This is complicated so we'll say he yeah. can move 160 feet. He can move 160 feet. Okay, make sure you're ticking down on Orange's turn, that haste counter there, buddy. That is the end of the round. It is Isla's turn.
4: Wow. Okay, Isla, <laughs> she just sees Kilgaren, you know, give her a salute and then plummet to the ground. Her eyes get really wide and she kind of panics, but she will fly down as fast as she can. Can you okay. did you say something about descending quicker? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yep. Great. Well, then I descend like a motherfucker down Look there.
2: Goddamn. Gray. Yeah, you're, you're so able,
4: able
1: to, <laughs> Yeah, you're able to with your move action able to get down to the cliffs there.
4: Great. So I'm down there and I can't see anything cuz it's dark. So I'm going to use my ring.
1: Your Dawnbearer's ring you just got. Yes, I'm yeah. going to
4: say the command word.
1: Okay, standard action.
4: And can I roll a perception with the better light now to see him?
1: You don't need to roll a perception. You get down and you're about 10 or 15 feet from him. He's currently lying on the ground, prone. Uh, he looks in a bit of pain, but he's conscious. Looks oh like he God. took the fall.
4: I can't do anything else, right?
1: It's moving standard.
4: Um, yeah, that's it. I'm just looking at Kilgarian lying on the ground in front of me. He
1: that's looks it? like he just took the fall. He does. Brutal. How far yeah. did, how far did he... he fall? 80 feet. Fuck. No, no, I'm sorry. 60 feet. That's still a lot.
4: But he looks alive.
1: Yo, he's he's moving. You can oh, hear okay. him like, oh, this is Great. cool.
4: Great. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's the end of your turn. Percy, you're up. Percy's tired of going up and down, up and <laughs> down. So he's going to try and stay in one spot. He's going to ascend the tower back into the top room. So he's going to double move up the stairs to get as far as far as he can into the library.
1: Okay. He wasn't very far down so I'll say he's almost to the window. He's a double move Uh, because it's 60 feet.
5: I don't want to get to the window. I want to get to the middle
1: of the room underneath the skylight. Okay, sure. That's easy to get there. Yeah, You have room to spare. Cool. All right, let's double move on Percy. Salai, you're up.
3: Okay, so Salai is going to run around the perimeter of the building. Okay, until she she's like looking to try and spot where this mist. Yeah, it would, might be.
1: It would take a move action before you would be able to see. Um, there is a person lying on the ground, just on the other side of Isla, about ten or fifteen feet from where Isla is now standing on the outside of these cliffs.
3: Okay, so I stand. I guess I move until I'm right on the other side, uh, like behind Kilgaren, mm-hmm. and Thalia is going to. Oof, okay, Thalia uh, is going to cast Flame Strike.
1: Shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You have that prepared. I do. I'm just saying to listeners, this is the first time Salai's ever done a damaging spell, so I'm a little skeptical whether yes. Stephanie actually um, prepared it. But I will trust her. So, all right. Uh, okay. How does Flame Strike work?
3: Flame Strike evokes a vertical column of divine fire. The spell deals one d six points of damage per caster level.
1: Okay, but I'm assuming there's a save for less uh, damage.
3: Reflex save.
1: All right, reflex save. It's a natural 14 for 25. Yeah, I mean, he's probably fine. <laughs> it's a reflex for half.
3: That's half damage. We need to talk to him. Don't kill him. You, you were attacking him this whole time. I wasn't trying to kill him.
5: Yeah, well, we don't want to kill him. I hope we're all on the same yeah,
1: page. We with don't
4: want to kill him. No one kill him. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> we'll see.
4: I thought he saved.
1: He takes half damage from Ooh. 96. Oh, it oh my is. God. Oh, it is. Fuck yeah. Stephanie
4: Do I swear it. I burn that bitch. I'd
0: rather kill him than let him get away.
4: He's not going to get away. He's literally on the ground injured. He's not going to get away.
0: He's the master of escaping. He's gotten away two times already. He literally
4: took up 80 feet of fall damage.
5: We literally came here so that we could
4: talk him. him. (laughs) That's the whole point. We didn't come here to kill him. We also came
1: out here to- There's no use in arguing, guys. Stephanie, roll your D6 and we'll cut it in half and we'll see what happens. Hey everybody, it's your friendly neighborhood game master Josh here, and thank you so much again for tuning into the Pod Called Quest. <laughs> wow. This session got super nitty gritty, and the amount of rules checking was insane. Dang, Paizo, y'all got a lot of rules. And even with that, we probably got a ton wrong, and if you feel that deep burning desire to correct us like the true Pathfinder pet you are, shoot us an email over at contact at We love seeing those, and it's always nice when we get to learn something. And let me tell you, when someone takes the time out of their day to email you about one of your mistakes, you never forget that rule again. Ever. Okay, folks, we've got another new and beautiful $10 Patreon shout-out to take care of. Making their debut as one of our exemplary donors, we have the man of the people, David Bernie Sanders. Now that's B-Y-R-N-I-E. You know, the fantasy version. Thank you so much for believing in us, man. And also, thanks for being cool about me for getting you on last week's show. Remember, I'm just a stupid little dum-dum. On the topic of Patreon, if you haven't gotten yourself over to patreon.com slash quest to get yourself in on the exclusive content, hop on over and join the community. Seriously, y'all, one of my favorite parts of the day is logging into Discord and talking with all you wonderful patrons about all kinds of shit. And I know I say it every week, but seriously, from both me and the rest of the cast, we love you guys so much. As always, everybody, be sure to check us out on PodCalledQuest.com. Drop a hello on Instagram and Twitter at PodCalledQuest. And if you feel so inclined, maybe give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And I'm just throwing this out there, but I won't complain if you tell your friends. In fact, more the merrier. A special thanks to Sirenscape and Larian Studios for the amazing sound effects and music, as well as Serpent Sound Studios for the use of our intro song, Jotunheim, and Incompetech for the song, BitQuest, that you're listening to right now. And of course, the sincerest of thank yous to each and every one of you for tuning in and listening. All right, all right, all right. Enough jabbering. Let's get back to the show. We will see you all next week, Friday, October 25th, for episode 18. Have a great weekend, folks. All right, Steph, give me that flame strike damage. Uh,
3: so I rolled roll 29 damage.
1: 29 damage mm-hmm. with a successful reflex save 14 points. And you watch as there's this small burst in the clouds of this fiery kind of lightning light and you watch these clouds begin to swirl upwards as if it's it's Moses and the column of fire and you watch this <laughs> this jut of flame come out of the sky and slam into the space he's in. You watch him roll to one side and able to dodge a lot of it. And you watch these flames pummel into him and you watch them and get sucked back up into the clouds. You can see he's burnt. His clothes are are torn and, and shredded from this flame, but you can still see a very small amount of movement.
5: Oh, that's good.
1: I don't want to give you guys the amount of hit points he's at, but it's not a lot. I'm looking at it right now. There was Stephanie. a very good chance that she could have killed him. That is the end of Salai's turn. It is Oren's turn. Oren, roll a perception check. 15. 15 yeah you're still searching for a door out you probably open a few doors to different rooms thinking maybe this leads out to the the back end of the garden or something and you're just opening up random rooms that are unlit you can see in them because you have your dark vision but they're just like look like unused rooms yeah he's just gonna try and get out outside uh there's actually probably a time where you open one of the the rooms and you actually hear some movement inside it seems like this is Alendi's room and she wakes up and she immediately is just like she just has like a startled look and she's just what he's here she looks kind of startled. You can see her with your dark vision. She's just kind of like shaking the sleep out of her eyes. She kind of smirks, and you see like this gout of flame, a light in one of her hands. She's she's just like, what is he? And that's it. Yeah. All right. Um. That's Orrin's turn searching around. It is Kilgaren's turn. Isla and Salai. You guys watch. As an investigator, he uses one of his extracts, which is a standard action to use an extract you watch him pop this tiny vial that he has drink it just cover he's still smoldering from the flame strike you see there's this heat and this smoke rising off of him and you just watch him just melt into the earth and you can no longer see him can they use a spellcraft to see what that was sure so i can roll a spellcraft
3: okay uh i rolled a 25 for spellcraft
1: Okay, I was gonna bump the DC up by an additional five because it's not a spell being cast, it is an extract. This is difficult because he doesn't do any components, but I will say with your spellcraft, you know what this spell does because you've heard about it. This is Earth Glide, he can move through solid stone,
4: <laughs> even while he's that injured.
1: Yep, he has two hit points skeptical earth glide the target can pass through stone dirt or almost any other sort of earth except metal as easily as a fish swims through water there you go isla traveling at a speed of five feet
4: oh you didn't get very far at all <laughs> great
1: salai would know he moved five feet into the stone here i will say this we are currently out of combat for now we will deal with isla and salai to start because they're out there. What do you guys do? You just watched him melt into stone.
3: Okay, Celai, so knowing that he is five feet underground, immediately casts Freedom's Toast. Freedom's Toast? Freedom's Toast.
2: Oh shit. This is your new spell.
0: <laughs>
3: it is the one is I was this so like- excited oh, about. Did you say
2: freedom's Toast. Freedom's Toast. What the fuck does this spell too? Fuck. I need to look this
1: up. This is so nitty-gritty. This is what I'm gonna do because you have to target a person in a particular square. He can move five feet in any direction. He could go straight down and go diagonal anyway. So that is a one in five chance to get the right one. So I'm going to say it is a 20% chance that you can get him. So once again, I'm going to need to, to roll a percentile die. One through 20, you will get the appropriate square. If you roll 21 or higher, you do not get the appropriate square because you don't know if he moved diagonally or what.
3: All right, let's give this so a what's shot. The,
1: what's the verdict? She has to roll a what? A 1 to 20, and she will target the appropriate square, and the spell will take effect. Otherwise, he was in a different square. That sucks. No. That is an 88. You go to reach out to target this person that you can't see, and the spell does not grasp on any humanoid form. Anything in particular Isla's going to do?
4: Yeah, I'm going to run over to where I just last saw him. There's no trace of him at all. Like, he melts. Like, the dirt isn't moving. There's got to be something. You can't just, like, move through Earth and not make it.
1: This movement leaves behind no tunnel or hole, nor does it create any ripple or other sign
2: of its presence. That's such
4: bullshit. That's such
1: bullshit. It's
2: magic, girl. That's the dumbest shit
4: I've ever heard in my life. Here's the thing. This spell can only last so long. And also, he's going straight into the Earth. Is he burying himself? I doubt it. He's probably moving across the surface of the Earth, I would imagine. He's not going to bury himself.
0: And that so, he only has... Stephanie knows, too. or Salai knows, he only has five feet of movement.
4: Right. So I'm just going to fucking wait it out. I'm just going to go where he was and, like, look around.
1: Okay. Perception um, check, maybe? Sure. Roll a perception check. I will say I know how many rounds he has to do this. We're I not think, in combat, right? Ev- no, you're not in combat. I think eventually... Everyone but Percy would eventually make it out there, including Alendi would go with Oren and he, she would be able to tell you how to get out to the backside. Percy is like still standing under the skylight as he moves to the window.
5: No, he was going to use his grappling hook to get to the top of the tower to look to see the top of the tower is not flat. Oh, it's not. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I was under the impression it was that I could like stand and look around. Off yeah, the top. Maybe You would have to balance, or maybe you're he here. falls a hundred feet knows? to his death. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> go. No, look. actually, you have boots of the cat, so you're good. That's true. I just turns. He could just go just to the window jump and it. jump out. Is that what he wants to do? <laughs> well, I'm gonna look out the window first. Are
1: they? So yeah, you move over and you can see them down there. There's no Kilgaren in sight. Oh right, yeah, I jump. So you guys just see Percy just goes and jumps out, not like a leap forward because then we fall off the cliff, but he jumps, jumps straight down at least 80 feet. So you have the boots of the cat. So you always land on your feet. Yep. So you'll take minimum damage. So either way, it's at most it's maybe eight or ten damage. So it hurts, but you land on your feet. That was sweet, guys. You guys look at me and I look sweet
5: when I do it. <laughs>
2: How many feet was that? 80 feet. 80 or 100 <laughs> feet. 80 or 100, Look, 100 feet. Something's
5: super sand.
4: It looks really cool, guys. <laughs> Do you,
5: like,
2: touch the ground? He does the like he does the superhero cool.
1: three-point landing exactly. and everything. Yes. Right. yes. Right. So Percy jumps out and lands amongst the rest of the group, and you guys are all standing on the cliffs with Alendy. She's just frantically looking around. Did they already share all the information with us, or I yeah. would say they probably are able to give you a quick synopsis? Yeah.
3: Salai so like him like he's somewhere, he's underground somewhere. He'll you have to look for him.
5: Um, Percy will begin to spread out in like an opposite direction of where everyone else is, and he pulls uh, manacles out of his bag. Orn, uh
0: turns to Salai. How long does this spell last?
3: D- do I know that?
0: Seconds, D- minutes.
3: I don't know how much I know about this. Uh, roll an intelligence check. I rolled an eight.
1: You're not sure? You know that it's not for very long. It's not a long-term spell.
3: I don't think it lasts super long, but I don't know. I don't know for certain.
1: Everyone get close, and he
0: casts haste on six people. Sweet.
1: Okay, so you have the group is five, so you have to exclude either Skelly or Elendi. It's your choice. He'll exclude Skelly. He's going to exclude Skelly? Okay. Skelly looks a little put out, but he's good.
4: He's already so Um, fast.
1: He'll throw Skelly on his shoulders. he'll pick him up and like, boom. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) Yes, uh, Mr. Fosmeyer, nicely raising your hand. We're next to the tower still, right? You're Actually, you're like on the cliffs, like next to the tower, but like a few feet away from like the sheer drop that goes down to like the rocks below.
5: So Percy like starts to look look around. He says, we got to look in all directions. Someone look off the cliff. I'm going to go back inside to
0: the tower. I'll, I'll be back.
4: Good idea, Percy call we, we should split up and try yeah. to cover so the we
0: know we Percy's can. going inside the tower so. and I think we're all gonna spread out yeah someone should be looking over
5: the cliff yeah. just as like I don't know maybe he can get out of the cliff and then fly away I don't, I don't know
4: yeah if he try I think I'm gonna go over towards the cliffs because if he tries to like get into the ocean somehow I could I could dive into
3: the ocean
1: okay so Let's go through this and make sure we know what everybody's doing. Salai, what are you doing?
3: Uh, Salai's going to stay near where he initially went down into the ground.
1: Okay. Oren,
0: what are you doing? Oren is going to pick a direction and go that way.
1: Okay. Is he going to go, let's just say east or west? uh he'll go what's to the east what's the west you're just going around the palace either way okay he'll go west okay so you're gonna go back around to the west and you'll eventually end up in like in the gardens and you can circle around again you could you could cut to go continue down the cliffs if you would like to
0: um what direction is that east that's west
1: okay i'll go to the cliffs okay continue just like watching make sure he's not going that direction okay percy what are you doing
5: uh i'm running inside uh back inside to where the tower is inside of the tower
0: okay hypothetically, he could go underground inside and come up inside the yeah. palace. Hypothetically, sure. yeah. yeah.
1: Isla, what are you doing?
4: Isla's over by the cliffs looking uh, around that area and then also like over the side of it to make sure he doesn't try to get over toward the ocean.
1: Okay. Yeah, we'll say Isla is going to the, the east. So you guys are spreading out in different directions. And cool. A, what is A doing? Yeah.
2: So A walks up to you and she goes, Salai, I need some distance, please. At least. And she points to a direction which is like at least 20 feet away.
3: Okay, be careful.
2: Everything will be fine.
3: I kind of just walk forward and, because um, you guys both went east and west, mm-hmm. but the cliff that's right next to us, I want to just go towards cool. that cliffside and watch there.
2: So A will also take that, that same step away and she'll cast Black Tentacles in the freaking area. On top of the cliffs? Like in the radius around the area that he was in for the, yeah. Like, okay, yeah. sure. How long okay. does that
4: last? <gasps> I think a good while.
2: A round
1: per level. Okay. Is it a round per level? So mm-hmm. it goes for nine rounds, 54 seconds. So Isla, you head off to the east. Yes. Oran goes off to the west. Percy and Elendi go inside. Uh, Skelly's with Warren And Salai and A stand at the top of the cliff where Kilgaren apparently melded into the stone here. But I guess you guys backed off a little bit to put the black tentacles there. Yes. Uh, I need both of you, Salai and A, to roll perception checks. Oh, boy. A? 29. 29. Ooh. And Uh Salaya?
3: 24.
1: 24. Okay. So Salaya's dark vision, 60 feet. I imagine one of you might have a light spell up. Sure. I'm not going to quibble with that. And A has low light vision, which means she can see twice as far in dim light. So it's 20 feet of light and 40 feet of low light for her. So you're looking kind of in that area for things. Mm -hmm. Probably as you guys kind of have a quick conversation and everybody darts off to kind of do their own thing. You go and you cast this spell a few moments later. You guys are like, where? Where are you guys like searching and looking? Where are you keeping your attention towards? Probably split. I'm assuming. Well, yeah, kind of I'm. Like I'm like
3: looking over the cliffs and like looking up. I'm like, I'm doing a little search okay. of like the perimeter mm-hmm. of the cliff.
2: N a. It would be probably just scanning the areas that are free movement, kind of like okay, so you can see parts. Yeah. You can, you're kind of looking around on the cliffs where the black tentacles mm-hmm. are kind of writhing around. Yeah. There's
1: these ethereal tentacles that are just like currently kind of sitting there, barely moving, just almost like these tendrils, like seaweed under the water, Ooh. just waiting for something <laughs> to grab at. Um, Salai with a 24, very faintly, just on the edge of your dark vision, you do see a shape on the cliffs move. And you watch it shoot out off the cliffs.
3: Wait, no, I see him. He's leaving.
1: Is it him, though?
3: I don't know who else it could be.
1: What do you guys, you guys got to pick. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Choose right now.
3: Five. I four. I I cast fly on myself and go after him.
1: I cast dispel magic. Okay, so I cast
5: fly. I gotta look up the rules for dispel magic. I was reading though something interesting about the fly spell. Even if you dispel magic on a fly spell, it takes rounds for you to slowly descend. Like feather. You don't just auto fall. You don't auto fall even if it's dispelled. Really? No. It's it's part of the spell losing its potency.
1: Okay, so David Felix, mm-hmm. please roll D20 and add nine. We'll do to 19. You go and you cast the spell and you reach out and you target it, and it was not sufficient enough to dispel the caster ah. level of this spell.
0: Can I ask a question and make an argument? Because I'm sure. having a hard time picturing this. This dude came up out of the ground and took off.
1: No, he moved out of the side of the cliff. Okay.
0: So. I'm making an assumption by saying I don't think that he has the ability to fly without an extract. If it's a standard action to do that, he can only take a move
1: action. Nope. He could have taken the extract at any round he was in there. You can cast in the spell. It tells you can cast spells normally because it it counts just as if you're walking through. Gotcha. So he could have just while he was in there, reached down, taken it and taken as long as he knew the spell was going to be. And then he was going to get to the edge and popped out and then just flown. Okay. Damn, that so it was insane. just a, So it was just a move action to move out, and then a move to go 60 feet. Gotcha. So you were unable to dispel magic I'm So mad. on this.
2: I'm so mad.
1: Salai has used fly and is now taking off after him. She did get haste, so she can go faster. She would be able to just maybe just get to him, but it would be standard and move. So you're looking at this scorched version of Kilgar and I go flying, and you're chasing after him. You're just behind him. Just to make this fair... For both you and Kilgaren. You're both going to roll initiative for sure. So that he gets like proper turns and everything. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me some initiative.
3: Okay, okay, that's fair. <sighs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get? Y-E-S. Your girl rolled a natural 20. Oh, yeah. For 26.
1: He has a plus six to his initiative and he rolled a 19. So he's just barely after you. Oh, oh
0: my oh, God. Yeah. That's
1: yeah. Wow. Yeah. So um, wow. okay, go ahead and do, you're gonna cast a spell, magic, right? I am. Yes. Okay, go ahead and roll. It's a D20 plus nine.
3: Well, that wasn't great. So I rolled a thirteen.
1: Thirteen. Oh, you okay. go to you go to cast a spell, magic, and you're unable to dispel this very potent magic on him. Okay. We can still move. Yeah. It's a standard, right?
3: Can I move towards him, or did I already? I, I'd say I mean, I you're basically on that. top
1: of him, so oh, it was okay. a standard yeah. action to try to cast that. Can I still move? I just. You could move if you wanted to. Yeah. I'm counting haste. You're good. Also, when it comes to the haste spell, how long does that last? Uh, It's around per level. I'm going to cast for level six. I think based off of the waiting time, I'm only going to give her haste for this first round. Really? Because that's not even a minute. Okay. Yeah, haste is gone. So, but I would say by the end of this round, you will no longer have a haste, so you'll go back to normal 60-foot fly speed. Uh, but you do have movement, so...
3: I'm gonna try and get as close to him as possible.
1: You're already right on top of him.
3: Then I, I don't think there's anything else I can do. Yeah, it's up to you. Yeah, no, I'm good. You I'm good. I'll go okay. a
1: little further, like
0: past him. If he,
3: yeah, if he maybe go. I'll like.
0: Yeah, just go. Just like go in front of him.
3: I, I, I prefer to be as close as possible.
1: Yeah, because yeah, you can go where he, he can goes. Go in any direction. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: I, that could be to my disadvantage. If totally. I yeah.
1: All right. That is your turn. It is now his turn. What's he gonna do? Well, you guys are flying in this straight line. He looks back at you and he just kind of gives you a smirk and he's just, <laughs> not today, love. And you watch him just drink something else and he just oh my God. vanishes. Are you serious? Fuck. Are
3: you fucking kidding me? I hate him.
1: How is he so chipper? He's almost dead.
4: Yeah, he's like almost dead.
1: He's always been chipper. <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> he's like, oh, <laughs> not today, love. Oh, oh, oh. So you no longer see him.
3: Yeah, that's, uh, that's not good. But it's your turn. What are you going to do? Just reach out. I'm going to try and reach to see if he's in the square that I reach saw. Reach into the laughing. square? Yeah. As
1: you're still going in the same direction? Yes. You, Your hand, you move it down and you just. Whoosh, nothing there. Uh, do you have anything else? Standard action to drink that extract, baby. Could have moved in any direction.
3: I know. I
0: hate this guy. I hate him
3: so much. I do so too. Much. I hate him so much. I
0: hate <laughs> him, you, Captain. What you
3: could have killed do? him in
0: the room.
3: Killing, I mean, would have, have killing wouldn't room. have helped it.
0: Yeah, I know. Just, she moved to try to. Kill I moved him. to try. To, I know. I, I know. Moved I'm to try just to, what are you
3: fucking talking about? Rude.
4: Okay,
5: I we definitely... can't let this guy
0: talk anymore. Even though it's cool because Josh has good words, but and
1: also he said, "I'm not gonna tell you my grand plan." Yeah, I'm not stupid.
0: Next time we see this guy, he doesn't get a chance to say anything cool. We just attack.
1: Him. He also he's he's smart enough to where like when he was like, "I'm gonna go in here," and whether or not he knew you guys were there, he knew I need every means of escape. So when he prepped up his extracts and stuff, he prepped up every means of escape. He for sure. Because did. he didn't did need did a lot it. to get in.
3: Guys, I got nothing.
1: Yeah, I guess we're fucked.
3: Can I just like cast a spell in a random square and hope that it hits him?
1: I mean, that's not how it works. I
3: but. know. Is it like you a have you, would have, you, would, you have you no,
1: have an AOE you, spell? No, you would have to pick, be like, oh, I'm going to try to hit... I would really only say, like, the only way the rules work is if you say, like, oh, I'm going to try to hit the square he was previously in. Because then the percentage breaks down so hard of, like, there's so many squares you could pick a thing in. Yeah. And, like, I'm not going to make it like a 1% chance. doesn't make any sense. Like, the way you can do that when someone's invisible, you can pick the previous square they were in, then you get a 50-50 shot if they are in that square. Because he has a 60-foot movement speed, so that is so many different squares he could be in right now mm-hmm. that I'm just not even going to allow you to roll it. You don't know where he is.
3: Yeah, I literally have nothing. I have no options.
1: At this point... You don't know where he is. With the speed, he can move. You have no idea. So I imagine you fly back to the cliff. Yeah, there's nothing
3: I can do at this point.
1: Land there next
2: to A.
3: Uh, He got away. A, I'm so sorry. I really tried. I tried so hard. I'm sorry.
2: It's not your fault. It's not the first time we'll blunder this.
3: We're going to find him.
2: Why was he here?
3: I don't know. I have no idea.
1: I think at this point, the rest of the group probably eventually, um, maybe after hearing some of the shouts... Of Celai saying she sees him, but you guys will eventually all end up back here on the cliffs.
2: Mm-hmm. And yeah, and A is like actually breathing hard despite the fact that she's like trying to be cool about it.
4: Isla just like books it over. <sighs> what happened? He got away. Ugh, God damn it. She just throws her rapier on the ground. How does he keep getting away from us? He's always five steps ahead of us. Well, it's not the last he's seen of us. I guarantee it.
1: <sighs> Wait, so like, who is this guy again?
4: Ugh, I, where do you even start?
1: So just just bad guy. Yeah. We'll, we'll want to kill him.
4: Total and complete asshole. What was he even doing here? He was trying to steal that book. And he succeeded.
2: The what? B- wait, the book. The book. The book that I was...
4: Yes. I tried to grab it from him, or I could have grabbed it from him if he hadn't put it into some type of pocket dimension or something. He made it disappear. I, I don't even know.
2: <sighs> Captain, what happened? Did you... Everyone was awake before us.
4: I heard a noise, so I went upstairs to check it out. When I got up to the library, he was sitting on the desk with the book in his hand, and I tried to attack him, and he turned into some sort of mist, and I tried to go after him with my fly potion, but it just didn't work.
2: Why did you go without us, Captain?
4: I didn't try to go without you. No one was there. No one was awake. I called for Orin, and he came to help me, but I didn't have time to go get
3: the rest of you. Hey, it's okay. We're gonna find him. This isn't the end. It's not.
2: That's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. She kind of walks away, a little stoic and a little upset. Kind of sits on the cliffs.
4: Isla walks up to A. A, I'm sorry. It's, I did my best.
2: It's not your fault. It's not anyone's fault. But everyone's still alive. This is my own my own burden. I am just mad to see the man escape again and again and again.
4: Me too. She kind of crouches down so that she's kind of like squatting on the the cliffside. We are all alive and so is he, which means we're going to find him again and kick his ass.
2: Let us hope that we find him before his potential employers find him. But I think I'm a little more upset because I was looking to look into my potential lineage.
4: Yes, I know.
2: And I chastise myself. For having the book out on display when my I don't know, my son helped me pick it out I just can't, would have you have found it so fast if I were not have asked of it I don't know there's the, no
4: way to really know that
2: the what ifs plague me still, I can't
4: there's no way to know if you would have found it or not, so you shouldn't blame yourself for that
2: mm, it's hard not to it's right there on the table after dinner
4: the good news is we know exactly where he's going, so now we uh, we have one objective:
2: travel south,
4: which we were planning on doing anyway. I just hope we were going to do it with Kilgaren in chains. That's
2: why I bought these, and he's Percy's swinging around the manacles. <laughs> Let us hope that he does not wish any of us out of existence in the meantime.
4: <sighs> yeah,
2: you all clearly underestimated him.
4: Isla looks at Lundy. I'm sorry.
1: We were not prepared for this it is
2: all of our fault i go child do not rub lemon in the wound hush you watch you can see these streaks of heat
1: and flame kind of writhing off of the edges of her eyes and she walks right up to you you may think from some strange magic that you are part of this family and maybe based on your anger you are but you do not get to come here and call me child oh but i do you were sleeping so shut your mouth hey
2: um i expect you all to be gone by the morning and she just walks past you all
5: what the fuck eh?
2: no one not tonight gets to tell me what the fuck i get to say not a child not you percy with respect not tonight That child grew up in this beautiful house. That man had me, whether it was directly or indirectly, in chains. I will hear nothing from no one tonight, outside of those that understand what strife is. That young one does not get to talk to me like this, not tonight.
4: All right, well... I understand your anger, A. She had no right to tell us that we underestimated him. We know exactly what he's capable of. We
2: told her what she was capable of, and she was like, "Oh, we are fine with my guards. This house is a fucking shadow of itself. I refuse." I mean, she
1: did say it was like all of our faults, which I mean, she's she's not wrong.
5: Yeah, she's right. We should have we should have kept guard in the library. Or, I don't know,
1: something we could have done better.
3: Well, it's not going to help us to talk about what we could have done or should have done. What are we going to do next? How are we going to fix this?
1: Well, we don't have anywhere to stay, and it's late.
4: We don't have anywhere to stay?
2: You told us to be gone by morning. That's fine. We'll be gone by morning.
4: I can go talk to her.
2: All right. Good luck.
4: Okay. Isla goes inside to talk to Elendee. Because don't. we can't travel during the night.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> Sorry, no, no. But, but like, no, no. But we can, like, sh- till the morning. So don't we have hotel, like the fucking, the hotel place or oh, whatever? Oh, are staying here. No, I know. Till the morning. I don't think it would be
0: uh, wise to stay longer than tonight. I think we should leave now. I think we should stay and then leave after. We I haven't
4: gotten we a full night's rest, though.
0: But I think that it would be better for us to get a,
2: a lead on right now. But it's like a full night. Na- oh, with Kilgaren. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's uh, smart to stay the night.
4: Are we fatigued if we leave now?
2: Yeah. It's probably like
0: two or three in the morning currently. I'd... We could always travel eight hours and then rest.
4: It's true. Makes me a little nervous, but... What
1: would the captain do? The yeah. captain
4: wants to talk to Elundi.
1: So do you want to go talk to her? Yeah. Okay. I so try to go find her. You go back inside and kind of try to find where her room is. And you actually go over there and like the door's still wide open. It's, she's not in there. You switch around for a bit and you eventually find her up in the library. She's kind of looking through things. As you walk in, you actually catch her. She's looking at some scrolls. And you can see there are, like, waves of heat coming off of her. Oh, boy. <laughs> and she's standing there. And you watch her as she's just looking over these scrolls. And she, you see her, like, crumple some in her hand and just, like, throw them over to the side. And you watch she's just standing there. You can see these ripples of flames coming off her hands. And you watch her just, like, throw a gout of it in one of the tables.
4: Oh, wow. And you
1: watch her just run her arms through one of the bookshelves and just throws a bunch of the books to the ground. And she turns and she kind of notices you in the doorway. What?
4: I'm going to roll a diplomacy. 16 plus 17. 33. 33.
1: What does Isla say?
4: Can we chat? Talk. First of all, I want to apologize for um, A's anger. I'm probably more used to it than you are. She's a bit of a temper on her. Seems like it runs in the family.
1: You are making a lot of assumptions.
4: I am. You're right. I don't think they're bad assumptions.
1: I think they are unlikely.
4: You can choose to believe whatever you like. Either way, she shouldn't have gotten upset with you. I think it's important for you to know where the anger comes from. I don't know if you're aware, but A was enslaved by that man for a long time. And this is very personal for her. There's really nothing you could have said that wouldn't have made her angry. I'm not saying it was right. Just give her a break.
1: What do you expect me to do?
4: I don't really expect you to do anything. I'm not really sure there's anything we could have done differently. Short of all staying awake all night and posting guard at every single room, I really don't know if that even would have worked or helped. Because I think Kilgaren is smart. And if he saw us, he wouldn't have even come in. I don't think there's anything I could have done differently. I think I did the best I could and he's just slimy and slippery and can get out of anything. So to say that I underestimated him, to tell A that she underestimated him, is just not correct. That's fine. But I don't think it's any of our faults that he got away. And I think it's good for you to know who you're dealing with. Luckily for you, I don't think he's going to come back because he got what he wanted, which means it's up to us to find him now. So at the very least, you don't need to worry about your safety anymore. I would just ask that you try to understand where A is coming from. Because whether you believe she's family or not, I think she could end up being a very important part of your life. You're already an important part of hers.
1: All of you show up at my house. You come in warning of a terrible man coming to do whatever it is you thought he would do. You come in here and put ideas in my father's head. These things he talks about, these things he believes in, this curse, this jinn, this curse isn't real. My great-grandfather, Lord Asher al Muhalim, he did terrible things to his daughter, and so she ran away. I don't think she died, I don't think anything bad happened to her, I think she left. He did terrible things to her, and he ran our family into the ground to try and find her, because he was guilty. That is all. There is no curse. My father is but a senile old man who needs to be taken care of by people who adore him. And there is only me. And you all coming here has put ideas into his head that are not good for him. He needs to let this go. It is a fairy tale. We need to do what we can with what we have. It's all I've ever known. You all can stay the night. But I need you to leave. In the morning.
4: We're planning on it.
1: I don't want to see any of you again.
4: I can't promise that.
1: I can't promise that our gates will be open to you. My father needs to rest, not concern himself with magic jinn, and lamps of myth.
4: I don't understand how we were the ones that put that in his head. Seems like he came up with that on his own.
1: Why are you still here arguing with me?
4: Because this is bigger than you. One of my dear friends down there doesn't know anything about her life. And the closest we've come to figuring it out is you people.
1: Why is that my problem? I have my father to worry about.
4: Because you are one of the people that is the key to finding out what happened to her
1: and what's been going on this whole time. It is not my concern. I do not know any of you.
4: No, you don't.
1: You show up here and a very important piece of our history gets stolen the day you show up.
4: So you think it's our fault?
1: I think there may be a correlation.
4: We came here to warn you about Kilgaren, and he showed up. That doesn't mean that we made him come here. I didn't know what he was coming here for. Now we know.
1: What do you expect me to say to you all? What are you arguing about? Stay the night, and be on your way.
4: I guess I expected more from you. I'm just disappointed.
1: I could say the same for all of you.
4: You know... For A's sake, I hope you're not her family because she's sure as hell going to be more disappointed than I am. And Isla turns
1: around and walks out the door. You just hear as you're going down the stairs uh, and you hear like a like this is gout of flame. You can even feel the heat on the scales on the back of your neck.
4: Come fight me, bitch.
1: And that's where we'll pick up for episode 18. Yeah!
2: God. 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 God, God damn.